Kathimo Sasana on SAFM. Our thinking point today will focus on the calls that are being made, in particular by the National Shelter Movement of South Africa. Advocate Bernadine Basha is the executive committee member of the shelter movement and joins us on the line. Bernadine, good morning to you. Thanks for your time today. Good morning, Cassie. Thank you for having me. You are calling for the police minister, Bekikele, to be removed from his position. Why? Well, in essence, um, a number of reasons. One being that, you know, there hasn't been had a grip being on the gender-based violence um, numbers in South Africa. We haven't seen any real change. In fact, what we're really seeing is an increase in numbers across the board. So that's the general reason. But um, the manner in which the previous um, incident was um, handled, particularly his comments in respect of one of the survivors being lucky to only have been raped once, just clearly shows he has very little understanding of um, gender-based violence and the psychological functioning of uh, survivors. And, you know, there, there is very little confidence on the part of survivors in South Africa um, when it comes to the South African police services. So um, we are, we're calling for him to be removed immediately, um, and we're calling that the, the government put somebody in place that actually could get to grips with GBV, um, assist women, make women feel that they're protected in this country, and um, really get down to doing the work of resourcing police stations, making sure that our police officers are, are properly trained when it comes to dealing with gender-based violence survivors. So those would be the main reasons, Cathy. You're not the only organization in the last couple of weeks to call for um, the police minister to step down. The president has reflected somewhat on these calls during various public engagements. He believes that the minister is doing the best that he can under what are very difficult circumstances. Kathy, I, I don't believe that that is the justification. We need to be looking at government departments and looking at whether they are taking responsibility for what's happening um, in their departments and whether there is, a, there is true accountability and transparency as to what's happening within that department. Um, the South African Police Services has been um, in dire straits when it comes to dealing with gender-based violence for very many years now. And we've gone through all these processes, you know, from the start of um, the, the presidential summit on gender-based violence in 2018 to the promulgation of the National Strategic Plan. We've done everything as um, community-based organizations and, and NGOs to make sure that we're bringing all of these challenges and difficulties to the attention of government. And um, what we see is in fact, that, that rates of gender-based violence are increasing, which tells us that quite clearly whatever's happening on the path of sex is not working. Um, and it's now time for us to say, okay, we cannot continue to be in a position where more and more women are murdered and raped um, every year. We need to actually say, okay, this is not working. Let's replace um, Mr. Clare and, and, and get somebody in, into the position that really will get to grips with what South African women are actually suffering with in this country. Bernadine, when you look at some of the structural problems that are facing the police, so you have year-on-year budget cuts, you have mm-hmm. understaffing issues, 
very serious capacity issues when it comes to whether it's crime intelligence, whether it's detective work that needs to be done. These are challenges that would not necessarily be resolved by an individual moving because they require so much more than just what the Department of Police can do. They require the involvement of Treasury. They require for the entire cabinet to re- to agree on the fact that the state of the police in the country is not where it should be and therefore resources should be diverted mm. to actually Absolutely. improving the outcomes mm. of, of the police. So given just the scale of the problem, does removing the minister Will that solve the issue or will it just be window dressing? I don't believe that it's going to solve the issues across the board, not at all. Um, I believe that all of those things that you brought attention to, particularly resourcing, um, really needs to be looked into and it needs to be looked into properly. That That's one issue. The other issue, you're having a police minister that quite clearly, based on his comments, um, with respect to survivor, has very little understanding of, of what it takes to address gender-based violence and the plight of survivors in this country. Now, we, across the board, um, survivors are telling us they have no confidence in, in the South African police services. He's at the head of South African police services. We now need to get to a place where we say, okay, we have, we've, we've belabored this, this, this point um, for a very long time, we, we, we've, we've hobbled along at this pace with things actually um, getting worse. It's time to make a change. It's time to get somebody into the position that understands, understands what needs to be done with regards to gender-based violence in the country. And we need to then get all the departments to work together, including Treasury, to make sure that the resourcing is there. But it's not just a resourcing problem. Um, it's, it's a problem across the board. It's a, it's a coordination problem. It's right. a problem when it comes to training. There's more problems than just resourcing. Um, but, but Bernadine, and, and that's I, the difficulty. I, I'm going to ask you just to pause it there. I'll give you a couple of minutes after the 9.30 News headlines just to continue before we wrap up the conversation. Of course, I'm also taking your calls. 011-714-2006. That's the number to dial. You can bring any issue onto the agenda on the WhatsApp line, 0614-104-107. It's 9.30. Kathy Mosasana on SAFM. All right, we continue the conversation, 011-714-2006. That's where I'll be taking your calls in a moment. Uh, we're now still in conversation with advocate Bernadine Butcher, who is uh, a, an executive committee member with the National Shelter Movement of South Africa. I think just for a moment, Bernadine, because you've highlighted where you believe that the police minister has failed, let's talk about those that you represent as the shelter movement of South Africa and perhaps just what the challenges that women who are fleeing abusive relationships, who are fleeing abusive environments are having to encounter when they're looking for places of safety. So, um, Kathy, one of, one of the biggest challenges that we're experiencing at the moment um, when women are trying to get out of violent relationships and this is something that has been reported by the National Shelter Movement Shelter Helpline, um, is that often when we are trying to extricate women from dangerous situations and get them through to shelters, um, we would phone up 
neighboring police stations. And in terms of the domestic violence act, the police have an obligation to take those um, survivors and, and transport them to shelters. What we're finding is that the shelter helpline social workers are telling us that they literally have to beg the police to, um, to transport these women and that, you know, the help and assistance that's mandated by legislation is just not happening. So that, that is a huge challenge for us. Well, the other challenges that the women are experiencing is obviously um, challenges with regards to getting to safety for them and their children. Um, we do not have enough shelters in this country. It's something that we really need to be looking at and proper resourcing for, for, for uh, shelters. Um, women are also trammeled by the fact that they are not economically empowered. Um, and quite often, the housing that they, they are leaving is um, under the control of the perpetrator. So what happens is if she isn't able to put food on the table or she's not able, once she's got out of the shelter, to go into her own housing, she's much more likely to go back to the perpetrator because he's the one that is looking at, he's the one that's controlling the person. So these are the challenges really that women in our society are, are, are faced with every day. Not, and that's not even taking into account the fact that women in South Africa just don't feel safe um, all of the time. It, it, it's not a momentary problem. It's, it's something that they, every day, 365 days a year, women in South Africa don't feel safe. They don't feel protected, and they don't feel that, they, 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 that South African police services is, is looking after them and putting measures in, in place to actually protect them. And I think that comes down to, to the rub of what the difficulty is. Um, if you have a woman that is trying to get out of, a, of an abusive relationship and she doesn't, put, she doesn't have the confidence that the person that's played, people that are placed there to get her out of that can actually do that, then we have, we have a bigger problem than um, just resourcing. Oh. The problem is, 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 you know, it's systemic. Mm. All right, Advocate Bernadine Butcher, uh, she's with the National Shelter Movement of South Africa. Thanks for your time um, this morning, Bernadine.